Hi everyone, just want to say a massive thank you for choosing to listen to my little show called Spill It. Spill It is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm via Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers can interact with the show by leaving comments. For more details of Spill It, head over to the Facebook hub at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. So however you're listening to this, make sure you sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, one and all. It's so nice to see you all. It's so nice to be here once again, every week. I love it. Welcome to this little show that I like to call Spill It. My name is Marcus. It's so nice to see you all once again. When you're in, guys, come and say hello. Ah, February, February, right? Valentine's is literally around the corner. It is the season of love and all of that, lot. So come along and share some love with me and for my amazing guests this evening. And then I'm going to share some love with you guys too. Welcome, 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 welcome. If you'd like to come on the Spill It show, you are more than welcome to. All you have to do is get in touch with me, either by social media, my mobile habit, Oh, you can also email me as well. All my social media channels are scrolling across the bottom. You can get in touch with me via Facebook, via YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, and more. If you haven't checked out our other episodes yet, make sure you do. They are all readily available to stream via Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We are also streaming via your preferred podcast streaming service as well. A lot of people listening from Spotify, but the majority of people listening via Apple Podcasts. Welcome one and all from Apple Podcasts. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> also, along that as well, can I just say, we reached another country, and yes, okay, it's part of the United Kingdom, but we reached another country, and I'm so happy for that. We reached Ireland last week so hello to all of my irish listeners thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this little show that i call spill it, it is lovely 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 to have you here as part of the spill it community i want like a name this is actually what i want to do guys in the comments box if you've got if you've got like a name you know like people call like the, the the fans of a certain thing they call them like something so like lady gaga has got the little monsters you've got beyonce with her beehive you've got um all of those kind of names if you will i want somebody to come up with a name for all of the guys at spill it all of you guys at home if you've got a suggestion please drop it in the comment box and let me know that I want to call you like my spilleteers or something. I just want it, my little teacups. Oh my god, my little teacups! <gasps> I might have just, I might have just come up with my own. What do you guys think? Do you like the little teacups? Uh, I, I quite like that actually. Let me know in the comments box. Let me know uh, what you think of being the little teacups, or if you have a suggestion of your own, please drop a comment and let me know. Don't forget when you come in, like share and comment the reason i ask for that is that if you like and you comment or you like and you share let's 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 break it down if you like this post facebook pushes it up because it thinks that 
more and more people want to engage with this. So the more that you like this post, the more Facebook goes, ah, let's push this out to more people because they might want to get involved. And the reason then that I ask for shares is because of the same thing. There may be people on your profile who may not even know what Spillet is about and might be interested in either coming on and talking about their story or they might be interested in a story that I'm talking about on a specific week. So share it and let other people come into the Spillet community. And then lastly, if you comment, I get to do beautiful things like this. Linda is in the house. Morning all. Morning, Marcus. Morning to you, Linda. It's so nice to have you here. Amber, hi. Ireland is totally not part of the UK. I mean, it's part of the UK, isn't it? It's part of the United Kingdom. Uh, it's just, you know, it's in Europe. <laughs> but it's still part of the UK. It's still part of the UK. Amber, drinkers. Drinkers. You want to be called the drinkers. I'm I'm sure I'm sure there might be others, but you do like the teacups. Teacups is cute. How are you doing, my little teacups? I just think that that rolls off the tongue so much. I quite I really quite like that. Hello, my little teacups. Welcome to spill it. I, I think there's a ring to that. But you guys let me know if there's on any others that you like. Linda, love that. Michael from Barbados is watching. Hi all. Hope is all is well. It is very, very well. I'm very well. Yes. Yvonne, hi. Amber, Laura, Northern Islanders. Okay. I'd, am I wrong? Am I wrong in this? I, I thought, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Ireland is still part of the United Kingdom. It's just not part of the United Kingdom, if that makes sense. Am I wrong? <laughs> I might be completely wrong. I'm sure somebody will correct me. Oh, well, never mind. Uh Linda, tea leaves. Hi, my little tea. No, because tea leaves isn't isn't tea leaves like slang for um like thieves. So tea leaves, thieves. Like I thought that was a thing. So I can't call you my little tea leaves. Um, right now I'm sticking with teacups until somebody says something and I go, yes, that that is what I want. Amber, you are so wrong. Stop. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'm gonna I'm gonna get in touch with people and, and find out. Uh, in fact, in fact, next month uh, for St Patrick's Day, just so everybody knows, next month for St Patrick's Day, I've got a special episode called Slancha, which obviously is Cheers in Ireland, and uh, I've got an Irish guest coming on to talk about St Patrick's Day and where it all started from and cultural appropriation and all of that lot. It's going to be so, so good. However, we are going to be drinking on that episode too. So I want you to slauncher with me. That's right, isn't it? <laughs> I got to say that. There we go. <laughs> anyway, back to the show. This is a show. I have three principles for this show, three pillars that I like to call. Is to connect, inspire, and learn. We want to connect people together. We want to connect the community together. We want to inspire people. I want to talk to inspirational people and talk about inspirational stories. And we all want to learn. We want to learn something. Learn. Learn with me. Learn with you. Learn. We're all learning here. <laughs> Keep them uh, comments and questions rolling in. I absolutely love conversing with you guys. I get 15 minutes to talk to you guys, and then my guest then takes over. So, you know, this is my time to talk as much as I can do with you. <laughs> This is episode 35, The Show Must Go On, and the most fabulous 
Matt Kane will be joining at 7.15pm. So make sure that you have hit that share button and get this far and wide. Here's a fabulous friend of mine. There's many, many stories and, you know, some of them will divulge, others we won't. <laughs> Nothing bad, but <laughs> just that, you know, drunken nights is, yeah, crazy. <laughs> also, you know, family-friendly show. <laughs> okay, announcements. Announcements. This is the announcements. I like talking about the announcements. Uh, I've only got one, though, this week. Here we go. The takeover. So for those who don't know what the Spillet Takeover is, I gave everybody the opportunity to get in touch with me and go, you know what, Marcus? I want to do a show of yours. I want to do Spillet. I want to talk about what I want to do. And I want to be the host. I've had so many people get in touch and go, you know what? This is such a good idea. And I want to do this or volunteering someone or tagging someone. And it's been phenomenal. We have got all the hosts and they've got their guests all lined up. So I'll be taking a complete backseat in March to allow these people to say what they want to talk about and they want and spread their word and be the host of their own episode of Spill It. It's going to be so, so cool. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Oh, it's going to be awesome. <gasps> Moving swiftly on, though, it is competition time. That's right, it's competition time. Oh, just want to say a massive well done to absolutely everybody who took part in the January running or walking challenge, the Spill It 50 challenge. It was to walk or run 50 miles. The gold medals arrived today. I put them up on the Facebook, uh, on my Facebook page. They look so cool. They're engraved on the back saying Spill It 50 challenge completed. I will be getting those sent out to all of the people who completed the Spill It 50 challenge. Hopefully this week, uh, if not, it'll be early next week. I'll be getting them all sent out to you so you can wear them with pride because you completed 50 miles in January. Massive achievement. Well done. As a reminder, we do have the February challenge happening right now. And here it is. Here is your February challenge. Draw your own Spill It logo or picture. Now you can draw the teacup. You could draw your own variation of the teacup. You could draw, as Linda has put in the comments, chip as in Beauty and the Beast teacup. So my, uh, my little chips, if you will. You could draw your own little chip teacup. You could draw your own variation of my little dude in the bottom right corner there. It is completely your choice. And you don't need to be an artist. I want like the craziest pictures ever, really. And the reason that I'm doing that is because I've had several comments talking about this blank space behind me here. Now, originally I was going to have like uh, a weather map here, but I suddenly realized that I don't know where absolutely anything is in the UK. <laughs> I'm just thinking, we know. We're talk we've just been talking about Ireland. <laughs> but I don't know where anything is in the UK. And I thought, oh, well, there's no point in me putting a little map behind me to talk about like where things are and do the weather stuff and all that lot, because I don't know where anything is. <laughs> Geography is not my strong point. 
So I wanted artwork behind me. I thought it'd be really, really cool to have your artwork behind me here. So then every week when you tune into Spill It, you can see your artwork all around here. All you have to do to get involved with this is draw something. Now you could get a child to draw it and I'll still put it up. I want all of this to be pictures. So if you have a child or you have, you know, somebody who doesn't draw so well and you just want the picture up here, then just let me know and get them to draw something, take a photo of it and send it over to me at marcus at spillit.uk and I will put it up on my wall behind me. Loads of, loads of artwork designs, please. And the winner of the challenge will win a Spillit hoodie. <sighs> Love it. And that is our February competition. Draw something, get it to me, and I'll put it up on the wall. And the best drawing, drawing, the best drawing, <laughs> the best drawing wins. Love it. Love, love, love. Right. It is that time. It is 1914. It is the time that we bring out my very, 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 very special friend. My, oh, hang on. Just thought of your name if you went for Chip, Mr. Potts. I'm not changing my name, Linda, to Mr. Potts. <laughs> <laughs> it, people will get confused then. <laughs> but thank you for the suggestion. I'm sticking with teacups right now because I absolutely love that. We'll we'll we'll, let, we'll we'll see what Matt thinks because Matt is about to come out, and I hope that you'll all give him a nice warm welcome. Please, can we have loads of comments, loads of emojis, loads of clapping emojis, loads of woohoo's, loads of absolutely everything? Because here he is. Here is my fabulous guest of the evening. It is Mr. Matt Kin, ladies and gentlemen. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Matt. How are you? I'm good, Mr. Teapot. And I'm Mi up. Mr. Teapot. I could be the teapot and they can be my teacups. Oh. That's cool. How are you? Good. Good, good, good. You know, the snow has started to melt down here in Kent, so it's it's unusual for stuff snow, but and yeah. that's where you, so you're in Kent at the moment. Kent, yes, yeah, Sid Cup. Ah, okay, okay, cool. And you're there for I went to drama school down here and then... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Nag is in the house with the woohoo! Nagalicious, how are you? <laughs> Nagalicious. Uh, right. It's so nice to see you, Matt. Um, just so everybody knows, because, um, I mean, we're going to do that. We're going to go into it after, but there may be times where I'm going to refer to you as another name. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and would you like to just tell people what that other name is? Barbara. Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to get into it after this because I, yeah, I licked, I, I, I licked you apparently. No, I nicknamed you Barbara. Um, <laughs> then there is a story behind it, and we will get into it. Nag has just dropped a comment. Love you, Matatron. Yeah, I love you, Nag. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining, Nag. Guys, if you are com just coming into it, please make sure that you have shared this. Uh, make sure you tag people as well. If you know Matt, make sure you tag, tag them and be like, hey, look, Matt's on. Right. We've got a little game to play that I like to call the five 
I was about to call it the Five Drink Challenge. It's not the Five Drink Challenge. That's a completely different game. (laughs) (laughs) It is the five second rule. That's right, it is the five second rule. Have you, uh, for those who don't know what this game is, here is just quick explanation. The five second rule is a game that I play with all of my guests. It's just a little bit of an icebreaker game, just a little bit of fun. I play this with all of my guests. I will read out a statement and they've got to name three of those things within five seconds. It is as simple as that. Are you ready to play? Yeah, let's do it. Linda shouts, don't keep it clean. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Right, here we go. Question number one. Name three brands of underwear. There we go. Nice one, nice one. Um, name... Three things you do when no one is watching. Um, dance in the mirror, shower. Uh. <laughs> you ready? Here is your last one. Here is your last one. Name three things you can find in your bedroom. A lap, a bed, and computer. There we go. Kept it nice. Kept it nice, and you completed it. Well done. You did three in three. Congratulations. Thank you. We won't talk about the second. That was kind of stretching it. It was. <laughs> Linda has said it's too clean. Too clean. <laughs> we like, we like, we like, we like just the, the ever so slightly naughty one thrown in there every now and again. <laughs> I have more of these, Linda, I can tell you. We'll keep that for a Saturday night one, I think. <laughs> Karen's in the house. Uh, Karen has said, yeah, Matt. Ah, uh, hi, Karen. Lovely to see you, Karen. Thank you so much for joining. Okay, let's get into it. Are you ready for a bit of a grilling, Matt? As ever. <laughs> Here is your question of the day. Who is Matt? Crikey. I don't even know. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> um, I am a theatre director... Uh, performer, actor, and a bar manager in my spare time as well. Which oh, moment, nice! At the moment, my spare time is everything. Like, I mean, I'm not a bar manager. My spare time is life. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yes, I like a drink. I, <laughs> more than more than so, um, and yeah, I like robot wars. I'll put that in there. <laughs> Bitter. The robot wars is no longer on the television, um, but there's BattleBots. Everyone's interested. The, the ro- robot wars. Have they talked about bringing that back at some point? Because I think that that's due a revival, isn't it? They brought it back. Like, did they? Five years ago, they brought it back and then cancelled it after three series. Oh no, they need to bring it back like properly this time. I think Craig Charles back playing, mm. playing some funk and soul music or something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nag also loves Robot Wars as yeah. well. Nag. 
Where did the um, theatre come from then? Because you said that you're a theatre director, you work within the theatre, you went down for, uh, to university for the theatre. Uh, where, where did you find your passion for the theatre? Um, my passion for the theatre started, so was it primary school? Um, and as, you know, most primary schools in the noughties, they had a drama, drama club, um, which I went to. And I think the first thing I ever performed, if anyone knows me correctly, wrong, but I think it was called The Genie in the Lamp. Um, and I was a genie. And I remember my mum and dad took me to this... It was a shop. It was in the sticks of Preston. I can tell you that right now. Um, I don't know where it was, but it was in a very dodgy area. Um, and we bought some like white clothes that were like a genie kind of thing. And we were trying to look for shoes that had these things. But that was that was the first show I ever did. And ever ever since I did that show, excuse me, I knew that I wanted to carry on with it. And the second show I ever did was Little Shop of Horrors, which is one of my favorite musicals. Um, and I was Mushnik, and I did a questionable Italian accent, um, or Indian than Italian, looking back on it, controversial. Um, but yeah, that's how it all started. And then I started getting dance, I started getting into more singing stuff, which I'm not a singer, I can put that out. Um, <laughs> just if anyone, let's not get that twisted. Um, and got more into dance, got more into acting, and went to Kids for Kids, which. Shout out to all the Kids for Kids folk. You're all fabulous. Ah, um, to all of you. And I went to Melodrama, which is also in Preston, um, with Mel Ash. Um, she sort of helped. So Kids for Kids and Melodrama helped me develop the skills when I was younger um, of like more acting style on the Melodrama side than more of the dance performer side on the Kids for Kids side. But they both sort of helped me a lot in that sense. Um, and then moving on, I went to Runshaw College. Um, to do the professional performance program. So it's like a BTEC uh, performing arts um, course, which sort of prepares people to go into, if they want to go into the industry, into drama school, if they want to go and do like teaching. So then did that, got into drama school at Rosebury for College, which is a fabulous drama school in Sidcup, where I am right now. Um, and I studied European theatre arts there, which was a degree. So yeah, which is that, that, it's a sort of almost like a timeline of of how it started and how not ended because girl I had done, um, but, uh, <laughs> but like sort of coming leading up to where we are sort of now. If you know what I mean, like yeah, give it go. Just going back a little bit because you said something before and I've I've put a pin in it in my head in my head. Okay. Can you now? do an Italian accent, or is it still questionable? Can I now do an Italian accent? Um, probably not. Because um, I'm really interested now in hearing your Italian oh, accent. No, no, no. Listen, no one wants to hear seven-year-old man. Well, we do. Well, we do. And I can guarantee that all of the listeners and the watchers are, are now on the edge of the seat waiting to listen to your Italian accent. No. And the thing, no, the thing is, I worked with Italians, uh, guys and old Nels, and they will probably roast me if I try to do an Italian accent. Oh, come on. You've got to give us at least something. Oh, God. Um, uh, God. No, I can't. Uh, wait, OK, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do, I'll do it for the viewers. I'll do it for the viewers. Yeah, just the viewers. That's it. And then what I'm going to do is that I'm going to use it. the sound file and then edit it and I have it as my ringtone. Oh, God. <laughs> um, 
Um, what should I? Mamma mia, let's just go. Oh, I sound like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no! Prince <laughs> for that. I tell you, I can't, no. I love that. Uh, I, I, guys, you can get that as a ringtone um, after the show. Let me know if you want that as your message tone, and I will send it to you free of charge. <laughs> Nightmare. Talking, talking about um, you moving down to where you are now, um, where did you – so obviously the, the theatre has been like a massive thing in your life. What was the decision to move way down to where you are now? Um. So it was, it was in college, excuse me, and it was in my sort of second year of college. Because obviously in your first year, in your first year of college, when you're sort of doing this kind of BTEC performing arts um, course, you sort of have an idea of what you want to do at the start. When it comes to the end of it, it's all completely different. I wanted to, I wanted to go and do like straight acting um, at drama school, but then I like knew going and doing more of the contemporary stuff more like musical stuff I knew that I wanted to do more contemporary style shows and theatre and study more contemporary theatre so then it was the course leader at the time at Runshaw like showed me this course which is called European Theatre Arts and Rose Bruford and I was like yes I was like that sounds like a bit of me so it was a very easy decision you know, I went and auditioned, and when I went and auditioned, it was honest, it was like, it was popcorn. Like, it was, you know, it was like, I came down here on my own, which, you know, I'm a very independent human. I like I like doing a lot of things by myself. Um, and, yeah, it was scary. The first time I've ever been to London, first time I've ever really sort of travelled around London. Culture shock, I can say that. Um, and, yeah. I found Bruford and it's like literally a little, little gem in the middle of a, like a park. It's got a lake surrounding it. So it's like, and it was, it just fitted and it was perfect. And I was like, I want to go there. And then when I got the offer, I was like, it's, it's, a, it's a no brainer. And I mean, I, I, I mean, I'll say this right now, but my mum and dad probably could not wait to get me out. effing door. <laughs> but they were like, go, go to London. <laughs> <laughs> With regards to, obviously, we have to bring it up. So 2020, it was the start of the pandemic. It was the start of lockdowns. And, you know, universities, colleges were all shut down and, or put on hold. And how did 2020 with the pandemic, how did that affect your studies at university? Um, for me, it didn't affect me um, because I graduated in 19. So I graduated in September 2019. So... I was like four months before it kind of wow. like picking up. Um, but I decided at that time, because I'd been through, you know, education and decided, okay, I'm going to take like a six, seven month break, like, and sort of chill out. And thank God I did, because um, I took a break at a right time. Um, but it was, yeah, it affected me in the, uh, I'll miss you too, Lindsay. Oh, fabulous cousin. Um and yeah, it was weird because I'd see a lot of people. I mean, I, I feel sorry the most for the people in drama school who were first year when I was third year because they only really have had a year and a half's worth of studies proper 
at their campus. And the rest of that, because, I mean, unless things miraculously change by, you know, May and June, they won't really get the full experience that I had for the, for the yeah. I say 3.5 because I deferred, but um, it was, yeah, I feel, I do feel for them. And I've spoken to a few of them and it's, it's grim because I live, I live with a student at the moment who goes to Bird, which is the dance college in Sidcup, um, a musical theatre college. And he, he only goes in for acting classes. Wow. Baffles me because he dances in there. <laughs> so he dances in his tiny little box room, which I don't know how he does it because he's like six foot two. And I just feel because you know they're they're not getting the one on one treatment that they should really have. Yeah, with, you know, and a lot of the guys from Bruford, like a lot of the stuff in European theatre, especially, it's very like ensemble based. So it's not much. If you were like a solo actor, you'd be living the dream. But it's like, which I'm not saying anyone that's a solo actor is living the dream at the moment when I mean, you're studying. Um, but like the people that are in like ensemble-based courses, especially dance courses as well, they can't get that, you know, that contact that ensemble-based work needs, you know, because, I mean, you can't, you can be an ensemble if you're two metres apart, but, you know, <laughs> an ensemble, if you ask me. <laughs> with regards, with regards to, uh, the 2020 pandemic and so we talked last week with Cameron McDonald choreographer and director he went viral uh, last year for a video about saving the arts and we touched on saving the arts what that means how people can get involved and I'm just wanting to expand that conversation yeah. with yourself today and just with obviously friends within the theatre industry. How has 2020, and well, we won't say 2020 anymore because obviously it's affecting this year as well. So how has the pandemic affected people within the theatre industry? Um, it's the, the theatre industry, industry itself, it's affected a lot, like a lot more than a lot of other industries. Um, because, you know, there's been, you know, Stratford Circus, for example, in London. It's a, it was a massive theatre. It's permanently closed now because of the pandemic because they didn't get the funding in time to reopen. Wow. So it's completely permanently closed. And that was, you know, that's a, that was a big theatre. Like, you know, and the arts itself, it's like, you what anyone watches a television programme, anyone watches you know, Netflix. And some people think that that stuff gets magically created in a day. And it's six months. Like a lot of these programs take six months. A lot of theatre shows take six months rehearsals to make. I mean, you guys know it, Kids for Kids, it takes months of work to get a show together. And, you know, it's it's not just, oh, okay, we've got a show date. You have to do all the the rehearsals, the lead up to it. And it was impossible. It's just impossible. And to support the arts it's mass it's, it's it's a massive industry that everyone has been in connection with the arts at some point if they're watching a program they're connected and they cry or they're emotional that is them connecting to the arts if you know what i mean like it is and especially in theater theater it's, it's not recorded it's live and that's the diff the main difference in theater and the best i'm a theater boy i love theater and it is there's no other feeling whether you're on stage or off stage and you know it's a good show there's no better feeling than 
being in the auditorium and knowing and you know there there are a lot of things i mean you, you know you've got the theater support fund which you know loads of seasoned thespians have been supporting you know the show must go on shirts of all the musicals and um, west end shows on the shirt like that's 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 a great place to start and um, there has been some funding from the government but as with you know a lot of things it's not the most not the best but it's good yeah. that we did spend some funding um but it's true and a lot of the people like a lot of a lot of the people that i know that are in the industry like i'm lucky because i work in a bar um but a lot of people have been out of work since march and they don't know if their contracts will get renewed they don't know if they're going to go back to the show they were at they don't know if their show's going to be cancelled like there's in such this state of limbo that they don't know it's uncertain and they're not getting any clarification from the government at all so mm. it 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 needs some it needs something something does need to give in this because D- don't get me wrong theater will never be silenced <laughs> um <laughs> we, we are loud mofos i can say that right we are loud we are here present and you can't shut us up because we will call bullshit if something's wrong there you go linda i said that's a naughty word um, <laughs> we you know theater is it, you can take it away from the surface you can close the theaters cool Underneath, people are on Zoom. People are recording things. People are doing live concerts on their computers. People are doing live shows on their computers. It'll never die. You know, they can shut the theatres, cool. But, you know, thank God to technology, there's other means that people can do these shows and do these things. You know, like a live stream concert might be a bit weird, but you live on your own in lockdown, that's like a relief. Like you can watch something that's not the bay or not, you know, some ITV drama or not some Netflix, you know, thing, which I'm not saying the Bay, I love the Bay, to be honest with you. Good old Morecambe. Um, and a very good friend of mine, Leo's in it. So, what? <laughs> Shout out to Leo. Shout out to Leo. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I feel like I've gone on a massive tangent, but I mean, yeah, it has affected a lot of people and mental health as well, which is so important. I, I mean, the reason I took a break was for my mental health. Like, straight out of drama school, got my degree, graduated, and was like, you know what? Just do one thing at a time. Because it was literally like a joke, a multitasking, all these things, and it was just blowing myself out. And I was like, no, do one thing, do that, and then, you know. And I've I've only really done one project, like, like in 2019 to 20, like, and it was in February. So it it, for me, it was nice, a nice little break. But don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, a quiet person, if per se. <laughs> one, of, one of the things that Cameron mentioned last week as well yeah. was actually how safe the theatre was. So he, just before, obviously, they, they all closed down and we went into the first lockdown, um, he'd gone to go and see a couple of shows and he was talking about actually how safe it was and the precautions that are taken and everything. And I think that they don't take things into consideration like that. And I think that even going as far as thinking, I mean, there was the, the whole thing that happened, like where it was um, people within the theatre industry or people within the arts should look to maybe retrain. 
and that kicked up a massive fuss. Yeah. Um, what was your thoughts on that? On that, um, first off, I knew that that was from about five years before the pandemic came around. That advert was from like five years before, but then obviously it resurfaced, and I can tell you something. Even I was, I knew where it, I knew that it was from years ago but then i was like hold on a second here no 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 because in the context of now yeah it was like okay that's like they're gunning for you like saying oh you've got this amazing skill that you've trained years to do that you know is hard to do i can say that like performing's not easy it takes a lot of work and skill and time and you're telling me to go and be a bloody carpenter it's like <laughs> You're, I'm not going to make bloody wooden floorboards, mate. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> no offense to any carpenters, you're all doing a fab job, you know. But like, I'm, I'm doing what I'm. You know, in the words of Gemma Collins, I'm going me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's your passion, isn't it? Like, and that's what you yeah. ultimately go for. Like, you know, sticking along the, the the carpenters analogy, those people who are carpenters have a joy in doing that, and they they have. Uh, maybe not a passion, but they they have that drive. They they have some form of passion. Otherwise, they wouldn't want to continue it. And trying to teach people or tell people to retrain, you're telling people to take. No, we don't want you to do that. We don't want to do. We don't want you to do what you're passionate about. We want you to do something that you actually don't want to care about. Realistically, yeah. and with the arts, well, people look at it as so save the theatre, save the arts, all that lot. People will think that it doesn't really affect them because they don't really necessarily go to the theatre. I mean, Yvonne's uh, comment is saying probably the safest places that uh, places places to go, which wholeheartedly agree. And with the audience and the auditorium, you can separate the seats. So, you know, you can have one and then miss one, one miss one, one miss one. It, it's a night. Everybody's in indoors. Everybody's in one area, which means that you know your temperature's too high and you can't come in and whatever. And there's there's going to be lots and lots of precautions around it. People look at the arts and the theatre as this doesn't really affect me because of the fact that it's a theatre. I don't go to theatres. However, as we've touched on before. It doesn't just stop at the theatres. The, the arts and the theatre industry is actually the kickstarter for a lot of people's careers. And some of the celebrities who are on the movies and TV shows that you see in Netflix and um, on, on the TV in general, your everyday soaps, things like that, people kickstarted their career with theatre. And if you take away the theatre, then you take away that. What can people do in your eyes to to help support the theatre? Um, obviously, go and do the theatre support fund. Um, if there's any, if there is literally anything, like there's there's loads of things you can do. There's loads of online shows. Um, if you literally go online and you go, there's loads of free shows as well going on as well at the minute that you can watch. Um, some of them won't be live; they'll be streamed. Um, there's loads and loads of online shows that you can watch, loads of stuff you get involved in, there's loads of projects going on, if anyone's interested in that. Uh, you just literally, all it takes is one search in the internet and you'll find so many different things. And donating any money to any anywhere, especially the Theatre Support Fund, will help so many places. You know, there's an overwhelming amount of theatre, theatres in this tiny little island. And... Uh, it's it's not just London, it's everywhere. And there are loads and loads of amazing theatres all over the UK. 
and they all need the help from everyone and the donation it might be a quid you know a quid yeah it might buy a new tea set excuse the pun but it's like <laughs> it, you know it might buy a new tea set but that's that that's a difference between you know and I'm going on a tangent here, but it's like the events in the events as well. Like people that work in events, and I can say this and put my hands up here: producers, lighting direct, lighting like lighting technicians, sound engineers, everyone that works behind the scenes to make shows possible, are the most essential people in theatre. You know, they are genuinely. If they aren't there, you'll be watching an incandescent light bulb light up on the stage. And somebody walk on in the underwear. So with- shout out to Nag. Thank you, Nag, for everything that you do. <laughs> These guys, like they, they've all trained as well. Like they all know their, they are passionate about their things. And the events industry, they are, they are huge. It's a small world. Everyone knows each other in events, but they are core to theatre and core to everything. They are. And without them there, you know, some some actors I know are a bit dickish, like stage managers or anything like that. But it's like all they're gonna do is bitch slap them out of the way and put them in their place and go, listen, if you want to f with me, you're not gonna be going on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they'll find they'll find some ASM to tie them up in the wing. You know, it's like they'll they'll, you know, it's it's true. They are core core people that work in theatre. They are, yeah. hands down. Yeah. Definitely. What is next for you, Matt? So obviously you've you've graduated. Yes. Um, when things start opening up again, I mean, are you going to be looking for auditions? Like, where what what is the the next step for Matt? Next up for me, um, I want to get back into performing because um, I've done quite a bit of um, sort of producing stuff, directing stuff, like in the in the last few years. Um, get back into performing. Um, and do a few more projects. I mean, I, I've got a project running at the minute with the Growth House, which is a wonderful theatre company. Um, and we're doing a project on masculinity and manhood and, you know, working class northerners. So that's that's an amazing project that I'm doing at the minute. Um, and that's another thing. We won't be silenced. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I want to perform, do a few auditions, um, possibly for TV. But, you know, um, you know <laughs> But I am a theatre boy, born and br- like born and bred theatre boy. I might, you might see me on the TV. I don't know, but I'll do do what I do. I'll <laughs> my plans. My plans at the minute are just get through this pandemic with my sanity intact and with a good mental headspace at the end of it, and just tear shit up uh, when it's all finished and make it known that theatre is powerful and we can. Not change the world, we can make it a better place. Make it a better place. Come on, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay asked a question earlier, which sits very, very well with obviously what we've just been talking about. So, Lindsay, your cousin, has asked, When are you coming back to Kids for Kids? <laughs> you lot of Kids for Kids. Um, it's a big year for Kids for Kids this year because I remember doing the 10th anniversary show. Um, it's 20 years. Um, I will be back. Um, but I probably won't be able to come back every week, but I'll be able to come back probably towards the show when everything's sort of wrapped. I'll be able to come back and I might be able to slot myself into a few things and, you know, help out anywhere. I'll 
do something. Maybe we do a lip sync battle. Mark. Who knows? We'll pitch that to Nag. Nag, we are uh, me and Matt are going to be doing a lip sync battle for the twenty year show. I'm sure we'll be able to figure something out. Nag would absolutely love that. I'm sure Vanessa would be like, "Oh my god, yeah, yeah, we did that." Uh, but yeah, I think I think definitely a lip sync battle would be cool. I'm now I'm now like picturing it in my head, like lip sync battle, you and I, and then the rest of the kids come on and then they do like a big show number. So we could like start off a lip sync battle and then all the kids come on and take over. That would be absolutely <laughs> epic. That is my pitch for the 20 year show. <laughs> right. With uh, Lindsay also said as well that you're too jazzy for TV. I am. I mean, I'm Paisley print. I mean, I'm <laughs> I, way too jazzy. I'm too, I overact too much as well. So I'd be awful on the television. You'd see me eyebrows doing the Cadbury's advert. I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, I people say that, um, you know, like too jazzy for TV. Some people would obviously say that I'm too jazzy for TV as well. However, that is the aim. I'm aiming to get Spill It recognized by someone, whether that be Amazon Prime TV or whatever. And I just, I, you know, somebody out there, some TV producer is going to get in touch with me one day and be like, hey, Marcus. We would really like you to take your show and be like the new Graham Norton. And I'd be like, that's me. Sat down with like drinks and then we'll just get drunk live. And it won't be like called Spill It. It'll be like something alcohol related. That's That'll be what the dream is. So there you go. That would be that would be 100% what I would do. In fact, I'm going to pitch that idea to Amazon Prime. Do they really have any contacts for Amazon Prime? Let me know. I will pitch that idea to them. <laughs> Lindsay has said, "Hope to see lots of old faces for the twentieth." So we are, yeah, we are, we are talking about the twentieth show. It's the twentieth year show for Kids for Kids, and guys, we will do a very, 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 very special episode dedicated to the twenty years of Kids for Kids at some point because it's worth shouting about it for those who don't know. Kids for Kids were on episode three of Spill It with Kathy. Kathy Evans was on and she came on and talked about Kids for Kids, who we, who we are, what we do, etc, etc, etc. And I will be doing a very, very, very special 20-year episode for Kids for Kids. We'll go through absolutely everything. One of the things I wanted to talk about, which I completely forgot to talk about, which I'm going to talk about now. Barbara. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we'd had a few of these by the, by the we. I mean, we'd probably had a few. I mean, I definitely, definitely 100% had had maybe far too much. And um, one of the things, so I had watched a film, for, for everybody that knows, everybody's at home watching this, watching this live or listening to this via podcast. <laughs> what I had, I had watched prior to going to this party, The Night of the Living Dead. And the, the quote... The quote, for anyone that hasn't seen it, it's the original Night of the Living Dead. What, one of the quotes that, that <laughs> it just cracked me up was, they're coming to get you, Barbara. And I, I've got the video clip. We're going to play it shortly, uh, just for the soundbite. But I absolutely love that quote. I went to this party and I could not stop saying it. And it was, I could not stop saying, they're coming to get you, Barbara. But then it turned into... Barbara for anything. It was it was anything and everyone. It was I'm going to get my drink, Barbara. I'm walking over here, Barbara. Where's Matt, Barbara? <laughs> like it was absolutely everything. And 
Yeah, the name Barbara has just stuck for you, so I call you Barbara now. <laughs> I know. I mean, to be honest, obliterated that night as well. But I do genuinely just remember you going Barbara, Barbara, like everyone was like, "Oh my lord!" Like it was like a constant Barbara narration. If I frankly, here is the video clip, so everybody's aware of where it came from. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Stop it. You're ignorant. They're coming for you, Barbara. <laughs> ignorance, like, the, the <laughs> I love it. I absolutely, absolutely love it. I, I just—it's the best quote <laughs> from a film ever. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Going back to the theaters. Can I get some advice for anybody who might be listening, watching, uh, streaming, whatever? For anybody that's thinking about going into the theatre industry with obviously the way that things are at the moment, uh, can you give some advice to any young person or ad or young adult or even older adult or whoever, whoever they may be, let's give some advice to those people wanting to try and get into the theatre industry. Um, one main thing is there are so many more opportunities now for children in theatre. There are so many more, especially from when I was growing up, you know, Anywhere in the UK or the world, there's there's always going to be something. Even if you know it's all online, you just got to find because we just got to find a class, find somewhere, anything. And this is for anyone like who teenage children. You know, theatre is the biggest self finding thing that you could do. You can find yourself very quickly in theatre. And you can, and it's weird because it's so strange because you find yourself through playing other people, but it's like you find you and you find your ground, you find out who you are as a person. It's so, like, it's like it, it blossoms you and it makes you so much more confident. Like, that, that is the main thing. It makes you confident, you know, going out on stage. Ow, I still get nervous. You'll always be nervous. <laughs> like, I don't think. It, I don't think it's. I don't think you'd be human if you didn't get nervous yeah. before a show or before any sort of performance. If you don't get nervous, you're, there's something wrong. You're gonna. You're gonna balls it up if you're not nervous. Is what. That's that's my. If I was never. I've only been not nervous one show, and I balls it up massively. And I'm not. People that know me know what the show is, uh, and it was opening night. It was a terrible, terrible show, and I ruined it all. Um, we're not going to talk, uh, <laughs> but uh, no kids. Genuinely, anywhere, stay at school. <laughs> That's one thing. But even if it's in the evenings, go to a dance class, go to a singing lesson. It obviously it all costs, and obviously this is not. I'm not telling you to go and do it and spend a crazy amount of money because you don't need to spend a lot of money to train. Unless you're going to uh, to study, which is the government's money, um, but then you get in the debt for the government's money. But it's just stay true to what you want to do. If you don't, if you do theatre, just try it. If it's not for you, cool. You know, it's it's not for everyone. It really isn't. But it's so good to boost your confidence. You know, and a lot of the kids at kids, kids for example, I know we keep bringing it up, but it's fabulous. Fabulous uh, uh, company. Um, you know, some of those kids don't go there. They don't go there to want to be in the industry. They go there because they have friends. It's a community. They 
they you know it's it's like an almost like an escape you know these are people they don't go to school with these are people that you know it, it's, it's a community vibe and i can miss it to be honest with you i do miss kids a lot because the last time i was there was when i did the summer school and i was screaming curtains at everyone curtains curtains don't touch the curtains <laughs> gosh i was i was so aggressive in my youth <laughs> <laughs> um no well, you but- touched you also touched on with um because sp- this is the second episode that we talked about theatre. Yeah. And I asked the same questions to Cameron last week. And we were talking heavily on theatre and acting and all of that lot. And you touched on the production side of it as well. So let's dive into that with any yeah. advice for people that want to maybe not be part of the show, as in be on the stage. What a- Let's talk about all the other things that bring the show together and the opportunities that are out there for the production team as well. Yes. Um, so almost when the theatres reopen, um, if you email almost any theatre that you want to, you know, you want to go into that and you want to sort of see the backstage, you want to sort of be an apprentice or something, nine times out of ten, they'll snap you up um, just to be an apprentice. You probably won't get paid, but it's good experience. Um, and the experience you can get from that is incredible. And I know I plug Rose Bruford a lot, but if you are... 18 and wanting to go into production you can go to Rose Bruford and study a plethora of courses that can help you develop those skills to get into the backstage and honestly 10 out of 10 people that I know that went to Bruford work in events all of them do all of them work all of them are in the industry and all of them are you know, even now, they are, you know, some of them work on Strictly Come Dancing, some of them work on Dancing on Ice, some of them work on, you know, all sorts of television shows. You know, there was a load that works on The X Factor. And some people work, you know, it, it, you can be anywhere. And, you know, assistants and stuff, like, like you, it can be a production assistant. Like, if you go on Channel 4 or you go on Channel 4's website, ITV's website, there's loads of applications for a production assistant apprentice, which basically means you help on set you help create things but then you also don't really get much involved in terms of the creative process you're the art behind it but the creative process it's everyone everyone's involved because before the cast come in production meetings are happening months and months in advance in advance before they actually cast the show so it's you know it's, it's like whenever there's a show usually six months before they actually do that show, they're planning the next one. So it's like, it, it, it's, it's a constant cycle. And now this, this, this lockdown has done one great thing. It means that we've got a huge backlog of shows ready to, ready to be put out there. Yeah. Fucking ready. <laughs> like I cannot wait because I, I live for fringe theater and that kind of stuff, but the events industry, hands down, they are the, the cogs. And they are the moving. They are the moving parts. So, if you are, if, if anybody is listening or watching, and you want to get into the theatre, whether that be later on down the line, or you want to take a bit of a break, and you're just something that you're just thinking about, or whatever, if you've got a passion for it, just go for it. And you know what, you'll find your footing, whether that be on the stage, in the spotlight, part of the chorus, or backstage, helping the production team out. Like you'll find your footing. And the advice that I would give is just go for it. Just do what you 
Do you? You do you. <laughs> you, <they both. laughs> you do you, hun. You do you, babes. Where can people find you if they wanted to speak to you or uh, get in touch with you or whatever? This is where I should have written down my t- my tags, isn't it? That's where I'm at. <laughs> uh, on Instagram, I think I'm at Kinney with four Ys. K-I-N-N, four Ys. I think that's my name on Instagram. You can find me there. Um, I'm not going to dish out my Facebook to everyone because um, I already get bombarded with a load of random... <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can also find, if you look up Late Night Theatre Collective on Instagram, you can always message that one. Um, or you can message it on Facebook. I'm always there because that's my my company. Um, but we're not really doing much at a minute. <laughs> we're all taking breaks and studying. But yeah, you can find me in those places. Instagram, Kinney, um, or just type in Matthew Alexander Kinney, you'll probably find me. And what we'll do is uh, after the show, I'll get those links from you and we'll post them up on the page so people can follow yeah. you if they want to. Yeah, yeah. Right. Have you had fun tonight? I've had a bloody whale of a time, <laughs> <I> tell you. <laughs> Have you had fun? Uh, <laughs> it's been absolutely a pleasure to have you on the show. You are a very dear friend of mine, Barbara. You are my, as I've put uh, on the post, you are my favourite of Barbara's. (laughs) (laughs) But you are, it's such a pleasure to have you on. You've spoken very articulately about the theatre industry and where people can get, uh, you know, where people can support more, where, um, you know, what people should be doing for advice and things like that. It's been an absolutely amazing episode. I'm just wondering if you have any final thoughts for anybody out there. Yes, so if you are in theatre, anyone there, and you are struggling and, you you know, a lot of things like mind is a, is a brilliant thing to call. Um, there also is Sam Dunstan, shout out to Sam Dunstan, um, sent this to me a few days a few, a few days ago in a Zoom that we had, and it's Theatre Helpline. Um, <clears throat> so Theatre Helpline is a helpline that's created specifically for people in theatre that are struggling at the minute, which there are a lot of people, because obviously, you know, a lot of people have been out of work since March, unless you're the cast of six in the West End, which they they managed to get back up, back in there. Um, but yeah, like, Theatre Helpline, I can send, I'll send in all the contacts for that. If people yeah, can. please do, and then I can post them out as well. Um, that's that, but I'm, trying to, I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> Final thoughts. Um, no, I think I am absolutely in fab. My final Brilliant. Theatre will not be fucking silenced, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. At the end of every episode, I give my guests the opportunity to give a quote. It can be something that they've heard, that just re- oh. they really like. It could be something that they've made up, that they just think, you know what, let's get this quote out there. It can be anything that they, that they want. Have you got your quote and what it means to you for the audience today? Yes. So my quote, I've written it down because it's articulated. Um, It's not selfish to love yourself. Take care of yourself and make your happiness a priority. It's it's necessary, not necessity, but it is a necessity. Absolutely. And can you just explain what that quote means? So it's self-care. You know, in this in this lockdown, it's 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 easy. You can 
you, you just need to love yourself. You can take time. You can some days you do nothing. That's absolutely okay. Some days you want to take away and you just want to sit on your sofa and watch things. That's absolutely okay. You're not being lazy. You're being human. You know, if people want to, you know, society calls things lazy. That's society. F society and do your own thing. You do you, booze. All your little teacups. You do you, my little teacups. I have, <laughs> do you know what? That is sticking. What did, what did you think? Do you, do you like the teacups idea? I do. And you're, you're the teapot. So yeah, you're the feeding them all the information, feeding them all the tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. I'm the teapot feeding all the little teacups the tea. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Is there anything that we haven't covered that you would like the opportunity to cover now? Any special thank yous, anything like that before you say your goodbyes? Thank you to my wonderful boyfriend, Anthony Starr, for putting up with me. Um, I'm sure... He's listening somewhere. He's not in the room because I kicked him out. Um, <laughs> happy birthday to my brother for tomorrow. He's going to be... I'm going to be 20, 26. <laughs> um, and, yeah, no, thank, just thank you. Everyone, be yourselves, stay humble, be kind, and work hard. That is my... Another quote. Look at me. They're coming out. I need to stop them because they'll start pumping out like wildfire. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much, Matt. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. And oh, um, you can say your goodbyes and take care. Oh, bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you, Marcus, for having me. Um, I'm going to drink this. Uh, I might see you guys soon. <laughs> oh, you do. Thank you so much, Matt. I'll see, speak to you soon. Wow, 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 wow. What a great episode. He, as, as I've always said, he is my favourite of Barbara's. He is such a fabulous friend, but he's just so articulate when it comes to the theatre industry. It's so cool. And thank you so much once again for coming on the show and sharing your fabulous and beautiful words with us all. Next week's show is going to be an absolutely special show. We have got the Street Monkeys coming on to talk about the work that they have been doing through lockdown, setting up the Street Monkey Academy for kids who want to get in, get involved with street running. Street running? Is that right? No, free running. That's the way. That's the way you say it. Free running. It's the Free Running Academy in Preston. And the Street Monkeys will appear on the show next week to talk about all of that. As I said before, we have got the takeover. The takeover is happening in March and all of the slots have been filled officially. You may see some previous guests, one very, very, very previous guest <laughs> coming to take over Spill It. So make sure that you stay tuned for that in March. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and leaving your comments, sharing it, liking and getting involved. It is so nice. Always so nice to hear from you all and for your continued support. My name is Marcus Wright. You can find me on all of my social medias. They are scrolling across the bottom, as you can see right now. You can catch me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere else, anywhere you can find. You, you can get me on TikTok. Do you know what I mean? Anywhere you see, you can get me on there. 
When I am not doing this show, I am doing a dance exercise class called Dance X. You can find it at www.facebook.com forward slash Dance X Preston. If you're wanting to support Spill It, then you can do. You can get T-shirts and hoodies. They are readily available in all different sizes. You can get them, and all you have to do is drop me a message and let me know what you want, how you want it where you want it <laughs> and I'll make sure that I get it to you. You can also support me by heading over to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash spill it. And you can donate as little as a pound. And that goes into a fund that I'm not allowed to touch until it reaches a certain amount of money where I can buy new equipment. I can get prizes for all of the competitions, like the little medals and everything. All the money that gets donated goes towards those. And also for spill it events, I'm going to be holding hopefully in 2021 if not it's gonna be 2022 but you know spill it live events where you can buy a ticket and you can come down and we do a live show we do a live spill it with loads and loads of guest speakers and it's going to be a full on day and the spill it money that gets donated will go towards that so if you can spare a pound then head over to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash spill it and you can donate as little as a pound there it's not all to do with money, though. If you're wanting to support me and you don't want to put your hand in your pocket, because you know what? Sometimes I don't do that. <laughs> you can leave a review. Head over to the Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. And you can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts, too. For all you Apple Podcast listeners, you can leave a review, too. Leave a review. What that does is that it lets Facebook and uh, Apple and the other podcast streaming services know that this is a good podcast and people should listen in and people should tune in. I mean, if you didn't enjoy the episode, don't leave a review. <laughs> but if you did enjoy the pod, if you did enjoy the show and you did enjoy the podcast, then all you have to do is leave a review and let other people know what to expect when it comes to this show. Thank you so much once more for tuning in. And from me, it's bye for now. <laughs>